Welcome back. We're with Training Roads, Jonathan Lee, finishing stage three of single track six. How you doing, John? Just finished. You can see I have helmet hair. I'm still in kit. You're in your chamois? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> if chamois time is training time, I should not be training mid-stage race. But yeah, it was. Um, we started late today. It was a longer stage, too, because it was a pretty significant amount of climbing. And, um, and then I had some bike issues, too, afterward. Didn't bother me in the race. But afterward, I just needed to take care of some stuff. So yeah, we're getting to it late. Um, today's stage, it was 20, just like 23 miles and 4,600 feet of climbing. Uh, it had the infamous section, like the Big Bear section. It's a trail, <clears throat> climb up to this really cool rocky peak, and then you drop down. And everyone was telling me, like, be careful, super sketchy, it's really gnarly. I found some YouTube videos online, and it really just looked like a ton of fun to me. And oh my goodness, it was so much fun. It was like, I was a pig in mud. It was just a blast. <laughs> it was like rocky, chunky. You had to pick lines. And if you look to the left and right, you kind of like wall ride down stuff. And wow. it was super fun. Uh, I loved it. I didn't feel that good though on the bike. Um, mm. So I was, you know, just kind of mediocre, um, but kind of just like trucking, just trucking along. But um yeah, it but was, it was still uh, good enough for, stage. yeah, and it was still good enough for a result that you're maybe happy with. Yeah, um, like in terms of the effort, I'm very satisfied with it because I was strong toward the end. I started to kind of fade toward the end. Um, I brought enough for two and a half hours for drinking, and I went two hours and forty minutes. But I think since it was hot, I should have brought enough for three hours. I probably would have drank like mm. three hours worth of stuff in the time mm -hmm. frame that I did. So. And it probably doesn't look that hot. I bet if I look, I'm looking right now, it says it like the average or the temperature when I started was 60 degrees. Definitely didn't feel like 60, felt a little warmer. And then um, like my Garmin at a couple of times looked at it on the climbs and it was in the 90s just on hot kind of exposed climbs. So it was toasty, yeah. but yeah, I'm satisfied with the effort. I got ninth on the stage, which is also great, like a bonus. And it moved me back to ninth on GC, which is also really cool. So nice. I went from 18th to ninth in one day. Um, so yeah, but man, like, uh, it was definitely though, like the technicality was raised up many notches and mm -hmm. I liked that. Um, but it, I could see it would be a hard stage for a lot of folks. So. Yeah. And that's pretty weird to pace effectively when it's uh, a technical stage and then with a lot of undulating climbs, not just like one big one. Did you mm -hmm. feel like you struggled with pacing at all? Like I had to be constantly reminding myself to be on top of it and to shift down, like mm -hmm. instead of just allow myself to kind of muscle up because the climb was just constantly punching and undulating. And there were parts that were like, you know, well over 30%, like short, like things that would last like 15 seconds long. Like 30? Oh yeah. Like steep enough that your front wheel is just like coming. And if you have traction, if it was damp, your front wheel was coming off the ground. And you're just like eating your stem, just trying to get, it's so steep. Like, so in those sections shift down as much as you want, you know, you just kind of, just got to get up it. But still, even in those ones, I'm trying to remind myself to just be calm, not, you know, not sell myself the effort, if that makes sense. Like, cause you can really lean into it and make it hard and thrash around with your body and, you know, and, believe that it's more than it is or you can just sit back and let the effort be the effort and mm -hmm. and steep climbs that's what i kept reminding myself just be like sit up let the effort be the effort spin 
you'll be fine. And then over the top, you'll grab a few gears and you'll get some speed back. Like, and I lost on like steep sections at the bottom of long climbs today. I would lose time on steep sections, but then the same story, I would just gain it back after the steep section on everybody. I would gain it back and then some on the people Mm -hmm. that I was around. So, um, yeah, it's, but it was very hard. I did have to remind myself constantly. Did you have the 32 tooth chain ring on today? 32 and a, and that's the lowest I can go with my quark power meter. Mm-hmm. It's like a 104 BCD. I don't think I can go to it. Maybe I can go to a 30, but I don't think I can. Um, somebody's probably mentioning in the comments right now that I can or can't. Mm-hmm. So please let me know. Um, but I think that that was right. And I have a 1050 in the back. And if I went to 1052 on a handful of those steep ones, yeah, I probably could have made it easier. But that also like I used my 50 a lot today. And if I had to use the 52, I would have been spinning like really, really fast in a lot of sections where mm. I was spinning at a comfortable pace today. So I still think the gearing is right. I think. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Uh, what mechanically went wrong with your bike after the stage? Oh my gosh. So this is like a combination of um, a shop, not like putting the star nut deep enough because I'm running that specialized chain breaker in my headset. Um, and you have to punch the star nut down quite far. And it was oh, like that's right. one to two mils, not far enough. Mm-hmm. So on this stage where it was just chunky and gnarly, what ended up happening, and I don't think they use enough carbon paste on the stem too. It's torqued. I checked that. But I think that just with how violent that was, two things happened. Number one, it allowed the stem to wiggle ever so slightly or slide ever so slightly up, which introduced wiggle in my headset. Which then also caused like the front wheel, like a lot of like, bam, like harsh hits in spots, uh-huh. which then messed up the bearings on the front wheel. So I had to get an awesome event support. They had the bearings that I would need and they were able to throw a spacer on top and punch that down a little bit. And that helped. Um, so yeah, it's all dialed in now. I just have to see about a bottom bracket. Maybe my bottom bracket's starting to creak. I don't know. I got to wash the bike and check it out first. But that was it. It didn't really affect anything in the stage other than, you know, my hands and arms are a bit sore from the, every once in a while you get those really hard knocks. But overall, it's all good on the mechanical side. So It's just so nice that the event has such great support there, you know. It was great. I expected them to kind of be like, eh, you know, we can Mm -hmm. like slot you in. and, And they were just like, yeah, sure. And they put it in the stand and they got to work. It was so cool. So... It's awesome. Wow. Pretty great. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Uh, well, riding in the heat all day, uh, are you feeling like you're kind of changing your nutrition and hydration strategy to feel good tomorrow as he drinks? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yes. So I didn't take in enough electrolytes today. Uh, so I'm going to take in more. That's going to be through the capsules, the precision hydration capsules. I'm going to take one every, probably every 15 minutes, mm-hmm. even though we start earlier tomorrow, so it won't be as hot, but it's going to be a toasty day. And I'm going to take one every 15 minutes. And that means like, you know, that'll be, let's see, a thousand milligrams just from that every hour. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also get in through my drink mix, another like 450 milligrams. So every hour. So that means that I'll be taking in a ton. And I don't care if I take in too much and it, it comes out, but that's just what I'm going to do there. And then I'm also going to bring like an effectively like an extra bottles worth for tomorrow. So I can drink a ton because it's going to be hard today to get back on top of things 
Um, so I need to anticipate that I won't, cause I mean, I can drink all I want, but I'll just in, it can have mix, but I don't also want to like sleep and not wake up and have to go pee all the time. Cause that would affect mm-hmm. my sleep. So yeah, that's the plan there. Um, but still today I hit uh, just above a hundred grams an hour because actually well, quite a bit. So probably like 110 grams an hour. Cause I brought a gel and I took a gel too. Oh, um, nice. And yeah, I think that's it. I've been taking run gum on today and then I didn't take one yesterday, but I took one on stage one. Helps quite a lot. Um, I took it maybe a bit too early today though. So I'm going to probably leave it toward the end and that'll give me a bit more get up and go toward the finish. So, uh, so you have a hydration pack. So this is, I just, I know that listeners are thinking about this and I'm wondering about it too. Actually, where do you keep the electrolyte tablets capsules? Where do you like put them? Yeah. So hydration pack is on my back and that has all of my drink mix. At first, on the first day, I started out with bottles and that. And I was like, nope, I'm just going to put it all in my pack because then I'll drink it better because if it's it's too hard to drink uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of spots with the bottle. So I'll have all that there. So my pockets are fully open. Um, I'm taking in all my carbohydrate through my drink mix. So I have a spare, I have like an emergency gel just in case I need it. Um, but in my pockets I have, or I put my phone in my hydration pack, but then my pockets, I just have my, um, uh, I have my run gum on one side, my electrolyte tablets on the other side, they're in a blister pack. So then that way you can sweat and they don't like get messed up. So I can just pop one out and take it in. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the middle pocket is just like open for anything that I need to put in there. Um, so that's how I've been taking it in. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I was kind of wondering, like, you just have like a loose, like, jersey pocket of like sweaty, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> capsules. <With> a, <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Also, with a glove, trying to work your way through that would be so hard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the so. Way. Even though you didn't feel great, like the effort on your legs today, what was your was that reflected in your NP and or average power? Yeah. Um. And looking at that, it's it was lower. Um. I think that I only did like two hundred and fifty. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, part of it also could have been the air quality. Like it was 160 this morning, which I broke a personal rule. Like my rule is typically don't go over, don't train or ride outside. If it's over a hundred AQI, um, maybe it was a foolish choice for me to break it, but I just couldn't deal with the thought of like DNFing on a race that I've just wanted to do so badly, have wanted to do for so long. Of unfinished business at has been delayed for three years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe that's me justifying a bad decision, but it was bad this morning and, and I felt it and like, I could not breathe well. Um, mm-hmm. but then like the legs felt fine, but then I just couldn't breathe very well. But then once it got higher up, it seemed like it wasn't as bad. It was like the smoke was resting down low. Yeah. Um, and then toward the end of the day, the wind started to pick up and started to blow it out. Thank goodness. So nice. You know, I don't know, maybe it's that, but it's also uh, fatigue is going to start to accumulate now. So Mm -hmm. doing two days hard in a row is no big deal. Doing three starts to feel novel to your body. And then at least for me, and then four, five and six. Now is when the attrition will really start. So I'm hoping that this can like conservative pacing plan pays off. Yeah, no kidding. So what's your plan for tomorrow? What does the stage look like? Yeah. It's kind of unique. It starts out with like a long road section. Um, and it's like a descent at first and it's going to be a controlled neutral descent. And then after that it opens up and it's just like, 
geez, how long? Um, it's almost six, it's six miles of pavement that we take or six kilometers of pavement. Sorry. So like three miles or so. And we take that way around town and then we do like a really, really long fire road climb reportedly. And I think it's a fire road that we crossed and even rode on for a period today, mm-hmm. but it's a very long fire road climb. Uh, looks like seven kilometers. Jeez. So it's about 14 kilometers. So, wow. Yeah. And, um, maybe there's some trail on there too, that we every once in a while go off on. But then after that, it's all trail descent. So we go up something I think called like York Creek or something. And then we descend down. And then I think that we, uh, kind of retrace some steps that we did yesterday. It's a pretty hard climb back into the ski resort. Uh, that we did today and we get to do that again and then uh finish with the flow trail so i'm not sure what the descending will be like um but i think tomorrow is a bit more of like a gravelly stage at least i don't know nice we'll see so uh it should crack people if the climbs are long enough like that um especially if they don't pace well and they're good at just surging and punching over and over so once again, hoping that conservative pacing pays off. Cool. Well, stay on top of that drink mix and can't wait to hear how it goes. Thanks, Ivy. Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, rest up. I had, I I straight had up emo cross bangs, 100%. When my hair was purple, it came down. And then like, if I was feeling particularly dark that day, it might just cover one eye. Who knows? You know? Where are you? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh.